Hi, it's Ms. Okada, and this podcast is episode 5 of season 2. This will be a year-long series where I'll be reviewing books that I read in 2021. Why? Because I set a goal for the year 2021 to read 12 books. I might as well put my thoughts of the books into words. Keep in mind, there are spoilers in these episodes, so if you are planning on reading these books I've listed in the description, I would skip this episode. Today, I am reviewing the books I read for the month of May. Clara and the Sun by Kazuo Ishiguro and 50 Words for Rain by Asha Lemmy. I read just two books again this month. May is just a difficult month. Close enough for summer to smell and taste yet oh so far. I read two more sets of essays and listened to about a gajillion recordings for Japanese classes, so my brain was not into reading fiction during my free time, but I did it. They were two very different books that I chose earlier this year as I was compiling a list of books to read. Both the books are on recommended book club reading lists. Clara and the Sun by Kazuo Ishiguro is a science fiction novel set in a future society where AF, or artificial friends, are bought by well-to-do families to accompany children through adolescence so that they may become well-adjusted adults. Clara is one such AF who sits in a store just observing the human world and their interactions. She eventually gets her person and learns of human loneliness, compassion, hope, and love through her observations. She learns about human life while the sun, with all its mighty glory, seemingly watches over the world and its inhabitants. Clara interacts with the world around her unlike most other AF, although we don't know this for sure as the entire story is told through her eyes. And with each of these encounters, Clara slowly understands the intricacy of what it means to be human. But in no means is she so naive that she falls victim to her ignorance. Her person is a strong-willed girl, Josie, who has human teenage faults and attitudes, but because of her medical issues and because of Clara's point of view, we're able to forgive them. In this world, apparently, children are chosen to go through some genetic modification process, again, this isn't really fully explained, to become lifted, quote-unquote lifted, but this lifting could actually cause medical issues. There lies much of the human world's problems. The lifted are the byproducts of money. AF are only afforded by the rich. And there seems to be a hidden social hierarchy that leads to loneliness. AFs are disposable and only a temporary solution, which most discard when their use has come to an end. Clara learns as much as she can, observes the intricacies of human connectivity, looks for solutions for her person, Josie's problems, and does her job as an AF perfectly. I absolutely loved this book, and I love Clara. I absolutely love Clara. I savored every page because she is so lovely and her view of humans was unique, yet it was really poignant. The views of humanity are detached because it's from her eyes, but they're filled with so much empathy, at least as much as a humanoid robot can feel. Her innocence and her compassion for her human was so endearing that I was fully entranced into the writing of Ishiguro. I had to slowly read this book in small bursts because I loved Clara's character so much. And knowing that this is a science fiction dystopian novel 
from the beginning, I knew I needed to guard my heart just in case things went south for Clara. Did I love the ending of this novel? I did. It ended the way it should. Clara and the sun ended just as they were destined. Ishiguro's first novel after receiving the Nobel Prize for Literature is a beautiful masterpiece, commenting on the frailty as well as resilience of humanity, and all written through the point of view of a non-human. Bravo, Mr. Ishiguro. What an amazing masterpiece. 50 Words for Rain by Asha Lemmy is a book about a half-Japanese and half-black girl in Japan, namely in Kyoto and Tokyo during the 1930s through the 1950s. She is abandoned by her mother in the preface of the novel and faces much cruelty by the hands of her grandparents because of her lineage. Nori is her name, and she is the product of a high-status, only daughter of a prestigious family that's connected to royalty and an affair with an American soldier before the war. Nori is shunned by her own family because of the color of her skin, the developing curves of her body, and the not-so-straight hair. With the arrival of her half-brother Akira, the cruelty somewhat diminishes, but it never goes away. Nori's tragedy is told through her voice, as well as those she encounters and switches periodically to give a better understanding of outsiders' perspectives. The saga tells the tale of Nori and her resilience through the tragedy that is her life as she is made to endure bleaching of her skin, the selling of her to a brothel, being raped, just to name a few. The 50 words for rain in Japanese is symbolic of Nori and the many ways she is belittled, shunned, beaten, and yet she finds the strength to survive and rise above it all. So I should note a few things about the text and the author. She is not Japanese. Lemmy is a black American author who started writing this novel when she was 16. In fact, in an interview with Good Morning America, she says the first three chapters are those that she wrote in high school instead of paying attention to her classes. Having said that, the first three chapters of this novel read like, well, just like a 16-year-old who watched an anime and liked certain aspects of the Japanese culture and decided to write a story. I may be wrong, but I had issues with this book throughout with historic and cultural inconsistencies and misrepresentation. A critic said that this story was tragedy for the sake of tragedy, and I agree. The terrible things that happened to Nori, the main character, are terrible and steeped in racism. And don't get me wrong, there is deeply rooted racism in Japan against people of color. But the language that's embedded in the story, the historical inconsistencies, they were bothersome. It's steeped in Western stereotypes of what post-war Japan must have been like without a true understanding of what a mixed-race child May have faced. There are a few documentaries recently that have really delved into the topic of racism in Japan that are thought-provoking and tragic. This novel just uses the terrible racism as more of a plot point without really tackling the issues. Having said all of this though, as I breathe through the frustration and somewhat being able to start thinking the place of the story as not Kyoto or the 1940s, but as a fictional place and timeline, I was then able to kind of see why it is on so many book club reading lists. As a story, it's a sensational one with a tragic heroine who must come to grips with her place in society and her family. 
As long as you don't know Japanese dialects or Japanese history, or if you're able to read it with the understanding that it is fiction and be able to detach the place and references from reality, you might be able to enjoy this tragic tale. It is reminiscent of the memoirs of a geisha controversy when that novel was published. I personally did not like the novel for those issues of cultural and historical inconsistencies. And I don't like that Lemmy used this mixed race character as a means to tell a story of absurd circumstances that befall her without actually directly facing the issues of racism against mixed race children in post-war Japan. And don't get me started with the awkward placement of prayers to God throughout the text. I tried to like the novel, I swear. But all throughout the reading of it, I was so frustrated with the inconsistencies and the misinformation. This is a fictional tale that many Americans are reading, and I hope that they understand that this novel truly is fiction, that it is not a true representation of the plight of mixed-race children in Japan or the history of the underbelly of Kansai in post-war Japan. So this month, the two books took me on a love-hate journey. I loved Clara in her science fiction dystopian world. I disliked, not hated, the telling of Nori's tragic life in post-war Japan. I wanted to read some Asian American authors for the month of May since it is AAPI Heritage Month, but uh, these are the only two I was able to squeeze in. I've started An Easy Mystery by an Asian American author for the month of June and loving it so far. I've got a couple easy read books for later in the month after school gets out. Summer is almost here. This month was two books and 752 pages. So the book count for 2021 so far, 12 books, 3,435 pages. Hey, I've reached my minimum goal of 12 books this year. Thank you for listening.